Social Media Serenity, podcast episode number 97. Entertaining, educational, and encouraging content that makes a difference. This is GSPN.TV. Join the community. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Social Media Serenity. My name is Cliff Ravenscraft. And my name's Eric Fisher. And oh my goodness, am I glad to be back in the studio. (laughs) (laughs) It has been two weeks for me and Eric, or for Eric and I, to get behind the microphone and talk. Of course, for those of you who are listening out on the podcast feed, you know that we had some episodes because we pre-recorded and and, uh, released some stuff, which by the way was kind of cool because I had a bunch of folks that were like tweeting things that we had recorded two weeks ago last week, and I'm like, oh, you're just now listening to that? Right. Uh, yeah. So very cool. And I want to say a special thank you to the team over there at Buffer App uh, for for giving us giving us a shout out to uh, their followers on Twitter, uh, which was kind of nice. And oh, I didn't back. see that. Yeah, Buffer App uh, mentioned us talking about them in uh, last week's episode and and um, and put a link to that that podcast episode, which I imagine they might do it again. And although I just want to say to them, I'm not I'm not fishing for more uh more exposure <laughs> at all because uh <laughs> but but i am going to say over the holiday or uh, over this holiday weekend but not just that i i was away from my business for 11 yeah, you, you days you were on vacation yeah with i, I sh- here's the thing i you know what i got yelled at uh i got yelled at by some lady in an email who who had this come up um uh father roderick had called it a vacation when i went to uh when i talk when i talked with him on balanced living weekly and i said well you know i don't want to call it a vacation because i am looking to to make this a tax deductible expense and oh my goodness this one lady says oh my gosh that's that's fraud you know that and i'm so disappointed in you and blah 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 it's like wait a second. you know first and foremost i didn't feel like i needed to go into it in balanced living weekly but the deal is is that I am I am arranging business along this trip and and we are doing business related things and and oh, it's crazy. So when I hear people call it a vacation, I you'll notice every time I talk about it, I always say I just returned from a 11-day trip with my family. That's yeah. That's that's a good way to put it. It was it was it was very much a business vacation and it was very much vacation. I very I mean, I'm telling you we we did a lot of unplugging. We did a lot of connecting. We did a lot of amazing things that, man, am I glad we did. And it was very, very much relaxing, but it was very much the same as the the cruise we went on. It, but anyway, to, to say what you're saying, yes, we were gone as a family, and I was completely away from the day-to-day routines of running my business and connecting through social media and marketing my services and all of this other stuff away for 11 days straight. And I bet that feels good. It, it well, it did. It it, <laughs> it was a struggle. It was a struggle to be honest with you. I, I am addicted to work, and and I know this. And and slowly, I'm I'm uh, I'm I, so, sometimes I'm re, you know uh, approaching recovery, and sometimes I'm relapsing. But uh, but no, seriously, it was it was a good time. But the thing is, is you know, what about my business? What about this? What about that? And I want to say I fell in love with Buffer bufferapp.com while I was gone. So Eric, how'd that happen? Well, well, let's just remind people real quickly what Buffer App is. Now, last week we talked okay. about the workaround, you know, that if you have the Chrome extension installed, um, you, you, you install the Buffer App Chrome extension. And then when you're on the Twitter website, you can use the, the send a buffer option and it will actually allow you to do a retweet and then you can say send immediately and it's a way to do uh use twitter online to actually do an old style retweet immediately using that plugin without having to actually reformat it all yourself so right you told us about that uh last week and because i installed that extension is 100% the reason why I finally gave Buffer a chance because had I not installed that I still wouldn't have probably considered Buffer. But be- Okay, well what why how'd that extension make the difference? The extension made the difference because 
Bef- what happened was before you had mentioned BufferApp.com, and, and I'm going to explain, I'm, I'm going to continue on that. But before I do that, I want you to just reintroduce our audience because there's a lot of people who have not heard previous episodes. What okay. in, in, a, in a couple phrases, how would you describe what BufferApp is and what its main purpose is? Okay. Um, BufferApp is a way to schedule tweets for specifically pre-allotted uh, time slots. I think that may be a better way of putting it than they may even do. But anyway, um, <laughs> not to toot my own horn. Not to basically, toot his own horn. <laughs> that's become a phrase lately. Anyway, Buffer makes your life easier uh, with a smarter way to schedule tweets. Um, it's not that you have to go in and consciously think, okay, I want this specific tweet to go on at this specific time on this specific day like a Hootsuite would, which you can still do, and I highly recommend that doing that once in a while because sometimes you want the right message at the right time. But this is more for keeping, like if you find a bunch of content out on Twitter or elsewhere that you want to send out in tweet form and you don't want to bombard your followers all at once with those tweets, you chunk out certain times throughout the day and now there's actually profiles where you can say on this day I want this many slots on this day I want this many slots so you can actually turn them off on the weekend if you want or or whatever new stuff they just in, introduced um, within the last week and a half or so right um, so and and so, so I think that's a yeah that's a great that's a great great explanation so the idea is that you choose the times and and now the thing is scheduling tweets is nothing new because with Hootsuite we could go in and type in a tweet and we could schedule it for later but you, then all of a sudden it's like okay now I need to choose the day I need to choose the time and and all of that other stuff and and it's like with this you've already said you know what these are the times that I know that I want to send out this these tweets you know to, to send out right. automatically send out tweets that are in a buffer status that are buffered and ready to go um so so th- that's the big difference here is that you've already you've you don't have to to schedule a tweet for later you don't have to go through the process every single tweet to think about what time you want to send the tweet out You've already you've already spent a good deal of time and energy thinking what are the most optimal periods of time to to send it out to get the most exposure. Matter of fact, have you heard of Twiriad? Yes, that's one of the one, there's is, there's multiple ways. So yeah, it, this by the way, Twiriad is not a Twitter application that allows you to uh, actively and uh, effectively, uh, you know, find out when your wife's period would be um, based upon her tweets. I wasn't going to go there, but you know. <laughs> although that, that's what I thought. I was like, <laughs> wait a second. So, so basically, I can put in my wife's Twitter ID, and although kinda, that is also a useful service, <laughs> that would be a great useful service. <laughs> that it, anyway, but Twiriad. Oh my gosh! Did I just really go there? I did. You anyway, did. I, anyway, I think my face, my face anyway. is a little bit red now. <laughs> Twiriad is a service that that you can go in and sign in and authorize it to view your account and to take a look at you know the the public timeline of your account and everything else to see when people are retweeting the things that you say. And it takes about twenty to thirty minutes for it to actually come through, and then you can tell it to say, "Hey, when you get the results, send me a direct message." And so mm-hmm. it can send you a direct message and say, here's your results. And it basically will un- analyze your account and say, here are the most effective times of the day for you to get the most exposure to your audience. This is, you know, down to you. And now I don't know what their algorithms are and stuff like that and how accurate it might be, especially if you're somebody who has kind of been hit or miss with how much you really use Twitter. So I think that for me, it may not even be accurate as far as what's the most because really what if what if I'm only tweeting at certain times and and it seems to be a routine like for example what if I'm only tweeting at two o'clock in the afternoon and at you know and just at five o'clock and if those are the only two times I ever tweet and then all of a sudden it looks to see when people are actively retweeting me and it's only happening during the times that I actually did tweet then it's really only telling me when based upon that i think query it's probably going to be more helpful for people who are just tweeting all the time and really consistently sending out messages you know actively throughout the day um you know probably 10 15 tweets spread out throughout the day consistently for a period of time then i think query probably would get enough 
statistics to analyze your data and tell you what are the most effective times to that that you are getting the most exposure, right? Right. Yeah. I do know that there is another service out there, and I I can't think of it for the life of me for this very moment, but I will look it up because it. I know that the way it analyzes is to look at who your followers are and see when they're tweeting. So then it's oh. kind of coinciding your tweets with when they're most online to see your tweets. Oh. You know, Which I think and, is maybe a more beneficial way. Yeah, and I, and you know what? I didn't really read how Twerid works, and maybe that's a little bit more how that one works as well. So I, I don't know how it's analyzing it. But but anyway, there are services. Let's just put it this way. So there are services out there that can kind of estimate for you the best times, the most effective time to reach the most amount of people with the tweets that you send out. Right. And so you can go in and, as you said, and buffer and, and set these things up. I, I, you, you shared all this stuff with us in the past, Eric. It's one of those things. And this happens so many times, both with you here on Social Media Serenity, uh, and it also happens with Andy Traub on Business Tech Weekly all the time. You guys mention these great services that have these great ideas, but for some reason they just they just at the time they just don't really mean that much to me and honestly up until this point it it didn't but you had mentioned last week and so we'll get back to how this all worked out um last week you had mentioned uh, or two weeks ago how how to use uh buffer app the chrome extension and i definitely saw oh i would love to be able to use twitter online you know twitter.com and to be able to just click a little button that's in you know in the little timeline for people and hit send a buffer and then boom go over and 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 hit send immediately to do my retweets without having to manually reformat it myself i would love to be able to do that and so as soon as you told me that because you told me to do that i went in and of course what do you have to do you have to set up a tw- a buffer account right right and so because i was in the buffer account all of a sudden i'm like I'm, I'm actually looking through. I'm actually digging a little bit deeper. I, I, I just I just crossed this threshold of actually creating another username, another password, another service that I'm signing into, blah, blah, blah. You know, because there, there is, there, whenever you hear, I mean, because we're, you, you and I were always bombarded with tons of services. So this plugin. And we'll get there in a minute with another one. <laughs> exactly. But the thing is, is that, um, you know, that pushed me over that threshold to get in there and so I was signed in. Now I was on my way. I, you know, I had planned. It's like, wait a second, I'm getting ready to leave. And I, I know that, you know, on previous times when I've went away for, the, you know, extended period of time, you know, for three to seven to ten days in the past, when I go away, I have plans that, hey, I want to make sure that I am sending out Twitter messages to to promote my sale that the 25% off sale that I'm having on my digital products so I can make sure that some income is rolling in while I'm gone, right? And right. I remember it's like, you know what? I need oh, I need to send out another Twitter message. Oh, I forgot. You know, and it's the the next thing I know, I sent one at, you know, at five o'clock in the morning when nobody sees it, right? Uh, and then the next thing I know, it's like, you know what, I'm gonna send another one at eleven o'clock today or at eleven thirty, right before people to go to lunch. I'm going to go ahead and send another one of these. Well, I'm on I'm on a vacation or I'm on a business meeting with a client or whatever the case may be, and I'm not around. It's like, it doesn't occur to me. It's like, oh, it's nine o'clock at night. Oh, let me go ahead and send out another Twitter message promoting it. And, you know, I meet with eh, results. Well, with Buffer App, I've actually said, you know what? I, I, I personally love 8.55 in the morning because that's five minutes before people start work, and they're like, it's like, oh, before I right. clock in, let me check, see what's going on on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Uh, 11.55 a.m. I chose, because that's five minutes before people go on lunch, so they're probably, you know, they it's like, boom, lunchtime, and now they're looking at Twitter. It's like, oh, you know what? I'm on my lunch break. I'll go ahead and check out and see what Cliff's got going on here. And then 4.55, it's like, nobody's working at 4.55 if they don't like their job as much as you and I do. Um, and so they're, they're just waiting for the time to go by. So they're checking Twitter and they're checking Facebook. So at 455, it's a great time to get on. So those are my three main times. Those are the three ideal times. And I'm like, whoa, I get buffer app now. And so I actually started saying, you know what? I am going to buffer 
tailored messages of of how I'm going to promote my A to Z course while I'm gone. I'm going to I'm going to and matter of fact, I'm not going to do it word for word. I don't know if you've noticed, but there were some of them were word for word, but some of them were mixed up a little bit to to say different things. And because of this, I didn't actually do all three tweets every day promoting myself. It was like a it was a uh, a self-promotion of A to Z in the morning, and then it was like a success quote of the day kind of deal, something that I really firmly believe that has brought me great success. And then, you know, the last one of the day was um, was another self-promotion, but this time for my summer sale. And then because that's how I did it the day before, that day, the next day I made sure that the first one was a quote, then then a promotion of my services, one or the other, and then another, you know, uh, a useful Twitter tool there or uh, an app people should check out or a blog post. And so I was very strategic with this. Oh my gosh. I am telling you very much fell in love with it. In fact, I got to the point where I was gone for 11 days. I wanted to schedule three tweets a day. And then all of a sudden it's like, Doing. I hit this wall and it says, I'm sorry, you've reached your maximum of 10 buffered, you know, tweets. So guess what? I'm like, dude, I want to buffer like 30 or 40 tweets while I'm gone for 11 <laughs> days. So I immediately signed up for their, right. for their, their premium plan. And I am in love with buffer app. There you go. Awesome. So and skeptic, the premium, you can do up to three accounts or more. Yeah, so. they just changed some things. They even gave you more um, stuff that you can do. So yeah, you can right. do multiple accounts. And uh, the thing is, is I've gotten back and and now it's like I'm having a hard time keeping my buffer of three full. <laughs> and it's like, oh man. But I, that that's just because I'm so inundated with so much work, you know, after being gone for so long. But I, I am. Right. I, 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 and this is the thing I love. And thank you for this buffer app. Uh, thank you for sending me an email every time you send out the last uh, Twitter message in my buffer telling, reminding me to go and put more in there. I love that feature. I love that functionality, which by the way, is something you can turn on or off. Um, and they did add profiles where you can add days and stuff like that. But I, I want to share one of the requests because I know the folks from buffer app are going to listen to this. Okay. Here's my request. Okay. I love the idea that you have profiles so that on the weekends, on Saturday and Sunday, I can say only two messages on Monday through Friday, you know, or Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. You know, there are five buffered times and Tuesday and Thursday. I haven't even played to figure out how that works yet. And I'm looking forward to digging into that functionality and, and using it wisely. But here's what I want I also want a profile that says, you know what? I want to reserve this time and this time for. I want to be able to have two different styles of buffers. I want to have shameless self-promotion buffer, and I want to have, um, you know, which basically is me promoting a product or a service that I offer with a link back to myself and where you can sign up and purchase and buy or participate in that product or service. I want to have that style buffer, and then I also want to have my other buffer, which is just, you know, useful tips, tricks, quotes, whatever the case may be, I want to have that as a separate buffer so that I am so that I can say, you know what, on Monday through Friday, these these are the time slots that I want to promote my my products and services. But if I don't have any other buffered things in there, please don't don't do three shameless self promotions. That's my fear is that if I because I could go in and I could fill up, you know, 50 shameless promotion tips, but I want that to be spread across 40 or 50 days. But, uh, but I, but at this time I actually have to make sure that I have non shameless self promotion buffered uh, tweets in there before I can do that. Does that make sense? That makes complete sense. I I love that idea. I love from what I hear you're saying, you want to, you want to say, uh, have timeline a and timeline B and have them both be separate, but funnel through to the same yeah. single Twitter account, and yeah. be able to mark A or B on the sl- the time slots that you mark in your overall buffer for the week. Exactly. So basically, is that what I, you're saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I, I type in my tweet and I say send a buffer, and it says, okay, do you want to send this to buffer shameless tweets or shameless self promotion or useful tips and trick tips tricks and help? 
You know, which buffer do you want to send it to? And I want to make sure that if I do shameless self-promotion buffer, that that is only going to happen no more than one or one or two times a day spread throughout the profiles that I set up for that buffer, for that, for that buffer. Right. And that way, Mm -hmm. that way I can make sure that if I don't have anything else in the other column that it's not sending out tons and tons and tons of things. Because I would love to set my buffer up for seven time slots throughout the day. I would love to tweet seven times a day, but I want to make sure that only one or two at most of those are shameless self-promotions. Right. And the only way to, to vary that right now is to go in to see all the tweets you have queued up and to kind of move them up and down and, and space it, them out. And, and it's a pain in the butt. So yeah. I fell in love with Buffer App and that's the only thing that I want. That, that I, I, well, I'm sure I'll come <laughs> up with other things I want. So Buffer App, if you're listening, email me cliff at podcastanswerman.com or cliff at gspn.tv. Please let me know if you'd be willing to consider that. That would be awesome. And uh, I'm, we, I'm 100% sure they'll consider that. They have been cranking out like requests that people have just made saying, hey, this is a great service. Can you do this? And they'll say, hey, that's a great idea. Let's get on that. Yeah. And, you know, and I'll tell you what, I customer love customer service. I, man. I don't I don't subscribe to a lot of blogs, but I subscribe to their blog because their blog is that useful. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's good stuff. And follow them on Twitter. Yes, I do. They tweet good stuff. They blog good stuff. They have a good product. Indeed. Can't say enough good stuff. So there you go. I, I know it's, it's, it's a little much, but I, I, I tell you what, I have fallen in love with Buffer App and it has nothing do, to do with the fact that they promoted our last episode. It, it, I, it was on the show notes way before that happened. Well, we and, promoted, I promoted them on our show twice before that. Yeah, so. yeah. We so I just want to say Buffer App is amazing and and I'm a convert and and I am a paid subscriber and I'm looking forward to being a paid subscriber for quite some time. And by the way, you know, don't be scared away by this paid subscriber thing because uh, honestly, you can do the the free service and and ten buffers is probably going to be more than enough for the average person. So, but yeah. but for for, someone, for a lot of people, yeah, it'll be good enough to just start with ten. And you can add an occasion. You it, for everybody that signs up through your affiliate link, mm-hmm. you get another tweet spot. So yeah. Well, the and the cool thing That's is how I started. the The one thing that I I love is that the, with this multiple accounts, which I didn't think about before, is I have all of these. You know, I have the Hunger Games, you know, thing. And and when I first set it That's up, what I was thinking. I was very active with that, and now I'm not as active. But now I can sit down and and you know schedule an hour, and I could buffer. I don't know. I don't know how many I can buffer. Uh, but I'll go in and I'll buffer a ton of useful, very interesting links back to other Hunger Games blogs promoting other people's content. So, and and, mm-hmm. and of course, in turn, you know, the reciprocity will come back to me. So, I, I, I'm loving it. Bufferapp.com, enough said. <laughs> Have you heard about paywithatweet.com? Right. I feel like I've seen this and even used it once, but it's been a while, so... How'd we hear about this? It was from Kylie Mack. Yeah, Kylie Mack, our right? friend in France. And uh, she basically said, you know, what do you think about this service? And the idea is that it allows a company, uh, let's say if you have a product or service, uh, a free ebook. Okay, Pat Flynn has a free ebook called ebooksthesmartway.com. Uh, or it's actually ebooksthesmartway at ebooksthesmartway.com. Uh, so another generous plug from my good friend Pat Flynn. Uh, anyway, he I've has grabbed this, it. You should too. <laughs> I exactly. I, I love it. It's everybody. Good. It's a good go. Book. Go now. Ebooksthesmartway.com. All right. So and tell and by the way, email Pat Flynn. To thank him for his awesome book and make sure you tell him you heard about him through, through uh, Cliff and Eric. All right. So um, anyway, uh, the idea here is that what he does is he says if you sign up and if you give me your name and email address. And you you allow me to to communicate with you in your email inbox. Then for that bent for that honor for that for that privilege, I will that will be your payment for ebooks the smart way. This this ebook that I have. Well, what they the service of paywithatweet.com is is it allows you to do the similar thing. Only instead of uh, basically asking people to give you their name and email address, you're asking them to 
send a tweet to their followers. And so basically you you put an advertisement for your your book and then you click this button that says pay with a tweet. And when you do that, it asks you to authorize the, you know, the Twitter app. And then once you do that, it will pre pre send out your uh, or pre write out, I guess what it is it's going to say. I didn't check this to see if it allows you to adjust the wording. I hope that it does. Um, but obviously it's going to provide a link back to this product. And then what happens is then um, you get, um, uh, once you've sent out the tweet, it then gives you the link to download that product or service. Interesting service. Um, more, it says here on their site that more, more than 400,000 people paid for something with a tweet or a post on Facebook. So um, it, which I guess not, it's Facebook or Twitter, both. So what do you think about this service, Eric? I think it's a great idea, especially, you know, if you want to get something out there and just get it in the people's hands and you want to give it away for free so that it gets noticed, but you also want it to get noticed. Uh, hello, social networking. It's about getting noticed, you know, so you, you've got people paying with them passing along your, the link back to your product so they get it for free. I mean, it, it makes complete sense. I think it's kind of funny that we hadn't seen this yet, you know. I feel like I have used it once before with some kind of some you know somebody's album or something some free music where they said you know you you tweet it out and then you get it for free. Right. So Well, so I think it's great. I think it's a great idea. Um I'm I'm toss you know there there's a part of me that says, you know, uh, would I rather get them on my mailing list or would I rather get them on this? And and I this is a place where I could see maybe, you know, the the benefit of, of the pay with a tweet is, you know, all the retweets that are out there and, and, and the, the exposure of, of getting it into a larger audience. Whereas if somebody's just paying you with their name and email address, then, you know, you're only getting that one person. Uh, whereas, you know, if you get them, if they actually pay with a tweet and your your product is great and you have a call to action to ask people to, to please, you know, if you really enjoyed this, please sign up for my mailing list, and I provide a ton of other valuable content and products and services that I'd love to to continually keep you in the loop about. Then I think that you would both get get both benefits. So I don't know. Right. It, it, it's exactly. interesting. I I don't know that I'm thinking about using it right now myself, but um, you know, I, I am going to recommend this to my friend Andy Traub, co-host of Business Tech Weekly, because he's been doing free webinars. You know, and, and if you're going to do something for free, why not have them pay with a tweet? Oh, yeah. You know, or, or pay with a Facebook status update. That that I see is completely harmless and and beneficial, especially if you're already giving something away for free anyway. Anyway. Definitely. Thank you, Kylie Mack, for sending that in. Um, uh, let's see. I, you know what? Outside of that, I, I really don't think anything's happening in the social media space. No, it was curious how quiet it was while yeah. we were not recording. It's it's almost so. as though the social media world stopped spinning while I was away and, and you and I were away from the microphones for a week. Yeah. Not. <laughs> so, uh, you know, if, if only there were some new major uh, foray into social networking by somebody who's failed a few times before. Yeah, and somebody but, who basically has the user base to probably rival Facebook, and if it were done right and and really got some initial buzz and, and a lot of excitement about it and provided functionality that has not existed anywhere before, such as, let's say, 10-way person uh, video conference calling for free on the Internet, yeah, if only a service like that would just come along. Hmm. Or maybe like, the ability to get over that one kind of hurdle that you have with with Facebook and Twitter with lists and you know organizing your friends and followers into yeah. like maybe drag and dropping things into circles or yeah you know maybe they could call it circles I don't know I don't know yeah I mean I mean because that's the thing with Facebook you add all these people but you get different groups of people and yeah they have lists but man it's so hard to find those things I mean you you really need somebody to teach you if you're not all that technical you really need somebody to teach you how to create a list and then once you have a list on Facebook it's almost hard to to figure out how to go and view just that list i mean if only there was oh, a yeah. social Once, network that could come around and make it like first up front and foremost and 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 boom this is the way that you organize who you're interacting with that would be cool 
Wait, hold on. Somebody just added me to a circle on Google+. Plus. <laughs> I, I, oh, wait. What? What's Google+. Plus? Google+. Plus. What is Google+. Plus? <laughs> so, so I cannot believe they Google did not wait to release this until after I got back. What were they thinking? I know, right? I mean, seriously, they did not send me a memo. Uh, they did not let me know ahead of time. I mean, I would have arranged to, to, to work around. No. Seriously, though, Google+. Plus, if I, I'm sure that everybody listening to this podcast, almost all of them have heard of Google Plus by now. Um, if you're not, you you are living under a stone, and 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 you might want to come out and get some fresh air. But uh, or wait, maybe maybe you've gotten too much fresh air, and you need to come back in and 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 glue your eyes back to your computer again for a while. Uh, but anyway, Google Plus is a, I, I think the first time I've seen a real strong competitor, uh, potential competitor to Facebook. That's and, definitely for sure. Um, and I and by the so, way, this is coming from somebody who has not yet seen. I have not signed up for Google Plus at all. I, I mean, I haven't even. I have not even gone. To, I, I've gone to Google Plus, Google dot com slash plus, or the, you know, Google dot com slash the plus sign. I've gone there four or five different times, signed in as my Google Apps account, and that's my main account. And it tells me that I can't do it because Google Apps don't doesn't do profiles and therefore can't do Google Plus. And so therefore, uh, I right. don't want to run into the issue that I had with Buzz. And so therefore, I'm not going to sign into Google Plus right now. Um, the, the only way I'd be able to do it is I'd have to sign out. And I know they have multi-user sign-on, but it really messes up because I always leave my email, my calendar, and uh, a Google spreadsheet all open in pinned tabs on my Google Chrome bl- bl- browser. And if I go in on another tab and I sign out and sign into another thing service, then it switches those others. It sees that cookie and it see, switches those other accounts to that other account. And so therefore, I'm no longer in my calendar. I'm no longer in my thing. And sometimes I was adding calendar events to the to a, my Gmail account and instead of my Google Apps account. And it's got all messed up. So I decided no more. Um, and and I'm I'm even frustrated. Like YouTube. I've got. I, I want to move my YouTube account over to Google Apps, and I've heard some people say that they can do this, and I've not seen any documentation where I can do it. But um, I would love to move my uh, YouTube over because I get emails all the time. So and so just commented and left this comment on your YouTube video, and I'd have to either open another browser, log in with that Gmail account, and and uh, comment on it, or log out of my own, uh, log out of my account, log into there or if i had fast multi-user switching turned on which i don't like um then i could do that way it's just so frustrating and so i i really don't like that they have not opened this up to google apps users yet and they said that it's coming but they said it was coming for buzz too have you seen it for buzz yet no i haven't for google apps no yeah no not yet no Anyway, so with all of that being said, I want to say that still I'm very excited about Google Buzz or Google Plus, and it, and it, <laughs> and, it, and it looks awesome from the things where I've seen videos of people using it. Uh, but Eric, you have used it, so tell me what you think about it. I'm yeah, I'm in. Well, here here's what I've do- here's the thing. I, I am I'm impressed with it to a point. There's definite value here, and. So I've posted twice, and and let me show you what I've posted. Okay. Uh, so first post was uh, a couple days ago. So should I really care about Google Plus? Because so far I don't really want to do yet another social network, which is a big issue for me. Is like I don't want to have another place to go check and see if anybody's responded to anything that I've posted, and if if I'm posting things to multiple places and all that. And you know, you've got to have an aggregator of some sort. Mm-hmm. So Daniel Hodges responded and he said, the difference I see so far is the lack of games, quizzes, and such, which I tend to get bombarded with on Facebook. That and it has nice lines. It has so. nice lines. <laughs> well, so yeah, I mean it's definitely clean and crisp. And and Google actually has redone their kind of aesthetic to a certain degree lately, even in Gmail and um in just in actual web search like they've redone it to a certain extent yep so 
it reflects that. And 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 they are. They I mean but anyway, I, I'm seeing I'm seeing some exciting things. And the idea here from what I'm understanding is that this is not just another Google service. This is this is the new Google. This is this is Google bringing all their products, all their services and bring this new experience. And so the thing is, though, is, is mm-hmm. it's, it, and this is what I'm hearing people say that they love about Google Plus is that it's at the top of every page. You know, you're in your email inbox and there's Google Plus and, and you're in your calendar and it's Google Plus and you're in your documents and it's got Google Plus. And I'm like, I'm in my email. I'm in my calendar. I'm in my spreadsheets. I'm in my Google Docs. I see no Google Plus because I'm a Google Apps right. user. Right, I exactly. Am, and that's the, the major drawback. I am the evil stepchild of Google. And I hate I hate being a second class citizen. And you know what? I don't want to switch. I don't want to switch my account over to a regular Gmail account. And and, and it's so frustrating. And I, I real and of course I I saw on uh, this week in Google a little clip somebody sent me a link to. I think it was Jonathan Nation sent me a link to uh, a, a certain portion where they had this guy from Google on, and they're like, you know, eh, yeah, we we know that's an issue. <laughs> it's a, and it's and we're working mm-hmm. on it. It's like, but mm-hmm. you've known this is an issue for so long, and yeah, it's oh yeah, so before before Buzz, before everything. Um, what was I going to say? There was a point. Oh yeah, I watched that whole episode of This Week in Google just because I wanted to hear people who were very knowledgeable about the stuff talk about it. Because to be honest, it was just like I, I see that it's something, but I, I don't know why. What the the thing that's going to compel me to jump over is if a lot of people that I know are over on it. Right. And right now that's not the case. So what's the point? Yeah. So, so then I tweeted again, my other, see, I just said tweeted. So I posted again on Google plus my second post. I plussed. (laughs) I plussed myself. Remember how we thought we we were going to stop. We was like how weird it was to say I liked something and now we like things all the time. Yeah. All right. I liked it. Uh, All right. Go um, ahead. So you plussed. So I so I wrote, yeah, I plus, I said, are you people using plus post, are, are you people using plus posting here and then somewhere else or cross posting or only posting here and nowhere else? My biggest problem with this is having to come check yet another network. It's like if, if I'm following you here on plus and on Facebook and on Twitter and you send, send the same message to all three of those things, uh, where should I respond? I mean, I, I get the idea that yeah, it's another yet another open channel, and that's good because you know you want people. I mean, working with social media professionally now, it's like yeah, you want to have all these different channels so that you are where the people are. But at the same time, there's no people here yet, so it's kind of like a Google Plus ghost town. But that it's a pretty ghost town. Hmm. Well, anyway, well, here's the thing, and, and and I do feel like I'm missing out on on this one thing, and and it's the Hangouts, all right? Because I I desperately want the Hangouts, but I desperately do not want to promote my Gmail profile. I I I, right. I, I hate my Gmail profile. I wish my pre- Gmail profile did not exist. I wish it would just go away. That it would never. But but. Hello, you know Google gods out there. <laughs> I just want to let you know I want my YouTube channel. I actually both of my YouTube channels to move over to my my Google Apps account. Okay, and and if not, just one of them would be great. But um, and then I could just be done with with Gmail. Oh, and I want my analytics over as well, which I think mm-hmm. that that I, I know I could do that over. So, but I, I it's it's transferring things. But anyway, um, so. I don't, I want the Hangouts. Hangouts is what I'm looking for because this is something that is not there in Twitter. It's not there in Facebook. It's not even there in Skype. And and so with Skype, by the way, Skype 5.2 just came out recently for the Mac and it brings um, the ability to do group video calling, which by the way, that was in the ver- previous version of Skype if you had the right version, um, but it's built into 5.2 now. And if you're a premium subscriber, meaning that you pay either $4.99 a month or $9.99 a month, and I don't know what each of those plans get you, but if you're a premium subscriber to this group video chat uh, over on Skype, then as long as you have group video, 
the premium subscription, I can invite you on Skype, Eric, and two or three other people, I guess, or at least you and one other person. I know for a fact you can do three people. And we can do a group video Skype call. And so we can all be video conferenced together. And this is very cool, but it costs money. Whereas on Google+, Plus, we can actually have create a Hangout and we could have ten up to 10 people at one time for free, all of us using our video camera. And supposedly, from what I heard on on Twit and, and I saw demonstrated on some video that I've seen, is that when one person is talking, it recognizes that and puts that person on the top of the the videos, their video on the top of the screen and, and drops everybody else. You can see that what they're doing as in real time. Uh, as that person on top is talking. This is amazing. Uh, This is something that has not existed before, to do the ability to do group video calling for up to 10 people for free in a mainstream service that a lot of people are going to already have. Right. This is awesome. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And, And we could touch on the whole Facebook and Skype partnership yesterday. They announced that. But all that is is a single... It's it's one to one free video chat through Skype through Facebook. Yeah, and, so and that, so and that's good for grandma. It is good for grandma. <laughs> it's good for family. Yeah, you know, and, and stuff like that. And and so basically, uh, real quick, I don't want to just gloss over the Facebook. So Facebook did integrate Skype, which I'm not happy with. To be honest with you, because I, I I use Skype as a completely different service. I do not see Skype as a social network for me. It is not my social network. It is a it is a business communication tool. In my and that's well, how- and I, I I I don't I don't fault them for it. I'm still I mean if I'm going to use if I'm going to do video calls, I'm still primarily going to be using Skype. You know, from from one Skype connection to another. Yeah, but it will be kind of nice to be able to say, "Hey, mom, do you want to Skype or do you want to see?" I almost said it right there. Do you want to? talk with us, video chat with us tonight through Facebook. Mm-hmm. And, you know, for somebody like my wife or my mom who aren't all that tech savvy yeah, but know enough, they could go and they could go to each other's Facebook profiles and just click a button and just do it. Yep. I, so I, I totally I, love I like that. that. I like Facebook integrating a non-social tool into their social network. Yeah. Well, so. well, and by the way, I, I would say that Skype is a social tool, but I don't use it as a social tool. I use it as a business communication device. So I, I, I want to clarify that right. I, I do see Skype yeah. as a very social tool. Um, but the, the and I totally agree with you there. That functionality is amazing, and I love it. Everybody with Facebook has the ability to do a video call with anybody else on Facebook. This is awesome. What I don't like is the fact that, Eric, you and a couple thousand other people all have the ability to go in and say, hey, find all the people you know who have Skype and add them here. And then all of a sudden, all day long, I'm getting, you know, you know, 15, 20 contact requests on my Skype and I'm declining, 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 declining because I only use Skype for consulting calls with clients for my mastermind call once a week with my group, mastermind group and with... Um, with my assistant to, to be in constant contact with my assistant. Um, I don't want periodic throughout the day kind of just popped up instant messages via Skype coming in from Facebook friends. And that's why when I sign into right. Facebook well, and I turn off chat. Well, and, and from what I hear, I mean, they didn't explicitly say this, but I feel like the, this Skype client in based in Facebook isn't going to branch over into your Skype account. No, but when I was in Facebook, it, it did say, "Hey, find you know, sign into your Skype account and find out your friends." And and so there is some, there is something going on. There, they are adding Skype into your friend finder now. Uh, so yeah, they had added that. I don't mind. And the other way around on Skype, they had had the Facebook connect. And see, piece. that's that's the one I don't like. The one where Skype is right. is connecting to your Facebook friends and suggesting people for you to connect with on Skype. That I don't mind the other way, but you know, it, I guess it, it doesn't matter. The world doesn't revolve around me. I just wanted to say that that's something I don't like. But I, I am excited about Facebook. But right. the thing is, the I tell you what, Facebook. I I feel so sorry for Mark Zuckerberg for the very first time because I tell you what, Google Plus stole his thunder. 
because the very first he's yeah, out did. he's out there making this announcement. He goes, "So when you're going to add group calling like Google Plus?" It's like, "Well, we don't want to undervalue the connections of one-on-one video." It's like, "Dude, that's been around forever. Seriously, come on." Uh, we want, and he said, we wouldn't rule it out for the future. It's like, yeah, well, I'll tell you what, you're behind the eight ball because you're behind the, on this one because Google plus is rolled it out. Of course, you know, the other announcement with Facebook is that they are now at, they've confirmed, I think, right? 750 million yes. users, 750 million. They hadn't, they had decidedly not wanted to be, you know, public about their numbers for a while. I can't remember what justification they gave for that, but we'd been hearing, you know, certain numbers here and there that were kind of growing, but they confirmed it yesterday that it was 750 million. Yeah. Well, anyway, the the thing is though, is I think that Google plus offering group video calling and calling them hangouts. I, and, and, and the fact that you can actually invite just a certain circle of people into a, you Mm -hmm. know, into a hangout that this is good stuff. I I'm liking this. And so I'm thinking. I'm thinking we're going to see some good things from Google Plus. The only thing is, is you know, I I personally, I I want to not sign up until they have Google Apps, and and so I don't know if I'm going to have the, I'm if I'm going to have the willpower to to withstand the temptation of signing up with my Gmail profile, um, you know, before that happens, especially once things start slowing down after I get caught up from being away for so long. Anyway, yeah, I agree. So I, I think that as far as Google Plus goes, and as far as social media serenity goes, we'll revisit it when there's more to share. But at this point, there's not a lot of people in there. Even though I know there are there are some GSPM people in there with me, um, we're going to kind of wait and see. Especially because we, I, I want to definitely make sure that Google does the right thing and allows you to do it because it doesn't make sense not to have it be part of Google apps. Yeah. I mean, it's like, it's not like they're if they're thinking, trying to do the big push, then you got to let those professional people in. Yeah. I mean, it, it just doesn't make sense at all. Uh, real quickly that Google does tell, has told businesses and brands, please do not set up a profile uh, at all. Uh, so don't, which is smart. Yeah. They're, they're saying, Hey, we're creating a thing for brands. So it's kind of like, you know, it's kind of like Facebook saying, Hey, businesses, please don't set up a, a Facebook profile. You know, we're, we're building this thing called pages and please wait. Yeah. Uh, so that's kind of what Google is saying. And all they're saying is later this year, but you know, you got, you know, you got brands like Mashable and Ford and a bunch of other, and, and they are actually creating profiles. And they're saying, eh, wait, wait, no, 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 don't do that. And they're trying to get those people to shut them down. And I don't think they're going to get that to happen. So anyway, so Google is telling businesses to not set up profiles because they're working on something special with analytics and all this other jazz. Um, and also there's a story from Mashable talking about the pros and cons of uh, Google Plus. And, and rather than go into that, I'll just put a link to that post uh, in our show notes. And uh, I think, do you have time for one last story? I think there's one last major story. Yeah. So, uh, and uh, we called it. Yeah. I even put the link in there. Oh, it was May 5th on our Cinco de MySpace. Cinco de MySpace. And did we, what did I write in the show notes? Did I write anything about what we talked about? Did I put the prediction in there? I'm I'm pulling it up now. You did. Uh, You did. You said, Cliff predicts, Cliff predicts the, the comeback of MySpace yes! in the future. I am so happy about this. Check it out. Cliff. So, so what date was this? Uh, do it. Uh, May 5th, 2011. So two months ago, a month ago, was that? Oh yeah. What? No, it's two months ago. May 5th. Uh, oh yeah. Yeah. Two months. Okay. Sorry. So two months ago, I predicted the, the comeback of MySpace in the future and that somebody who has the mindset that they are going to come and they're going to want to use the existing user base and they are going to come in and they're going to fix up the ugly look and feel. They're going to fix up the fact that nobody knows what this service is focused on. Somebody's going to come in and they're going to buy MySpace and it's going to become popular once again. It's going to be a destination once again. And and a lot of people in the chat room, I remember the looks or, and some of the things that people were giving us. It's <laughs> like, whatever, whatever. However, I want to just say that I, I think we've just seen the beginning of that prediction coming true. So tell us about it. 
Yeah, well, I, and and here's the thing. I'm going to say I don't think it's come true yet, but I think it will. I think your the the indication is that it will. Um, yeah, the company that bought MySpace, had, uh, Justin Timberlake, has a a stake in that. So he now owns a has an ownership stake in MySpace, and um, they had sold it. It was it was sold for thirty five million to an ad network called Specific Media. That that company, uh, Justin Timberlake, has an ownership stake in. And so he's going to play a role in MySpace's future. Well, then there was another article that came out that said that his idea was to turn it basically into a talent show. I think this is which great. Which I think, you know, that's a great way to, it's a great way to do it. Yeah. He's saying whether, whether or not it becomes a talent competition or something like that, those things... Are, those are things that we will still flesh out, says Timberlake's manager. Um, we definitely want to bring the industry back to MySpace to really look at talented people that have put their faces there. So, And they, they are going to be making a detailed press conference on August 17th detailing their plans. That is awesome. I, so I, I, not only has he brought Sexy back, he will be bringing MySpace back. There you go. I, I tell you, I really believe Justin Timberlake has uh, the, the connections and and the and the right things that would be necessary to fulfill the vision that I had, you know, for for the future of MySpace, and and I think the fact that it's you know around talent, you know, what was what was the most important thing I think that MySpace was really known for. I mean, sure, a lot of people used it for connecting with friends, you know, as a pure social network, but really, if it was known for one thing in my mind, it was really the music industry that got together and, right. and the independent music artists or independent. Uh, audio media producers getting on there and and sharing who they are and and it was there. I mean, gosh, every artist you go to their website, it's like, hey, check out our MySpace page, you know. And mm-hmm. and it was a it was a cool thing because you could go there and you could listen to their music for free. And then they added the ability that you could buy the music directly from them as an independent artist without going to some kind of other service you've never heard of before. And I'm telling you, I. I think that this is the beginning of uh, of the of the future of the comeback of MySpace, as predicted on May fifth, two thousand eleven. Ah. So we y- this could also be kind of the beginning of the well, as some people have been saying, Facebook's been dwindling. I don't I don't know if you've got seven hundred and fifty million. Yeah, I don't know that that's necessarily dwindling. But when you've got Google Plus. And then possibly MySpace kind of dividing your, you know, user base yeah. for attention. Who knows? Yeah, I, with 750, I, I don't think that I don't think that Facebook needs to dwindle for the other two to thrive. I I really don't. I, I think that you you know obviously I don't I don't know about you, but I have never gone to Facebook to to learn more about a music artist personally. Right, right. You know, and, and so I, I don't see, I know that it's a lot of applications, a lot of services have tried to, you know, really help artists really, you know, trick out and music, musicify their whatever um, their, my, or their Facebook pages, but that's just never really happened. And so I think if they can get rid of, if he can bring the, get the ugly, if he can smack down, do a smack down on the ugly on MySpace, I think he's, I think he's got a winner. And I don't think that Facebook's going to be, even a Nick. Uh, Google Plus, long haul, we'll have to see. Yeah. Eric, thank you, sir. But Until we next- will be there. Exactly. Until next time, friends, uh, join the community.